episode of the Mindville Self-Care Podcast. I am your host and your guide through your self-care journey, Chelsea. Yay! So within the context of the Mindful Self-Care Podcast, a lot of what we talk about is what is adding energy to your life and what is taking away energy in your life. And we want to, as we practice mindful self-care outside of traditional self-care practices that are seen all over the internet. We want them to be things that are just giving us energy. Anything that gives you energy is self-care by the definitions of this podcast. And today we are going to be talking about how the people you spend time with are affecting your energy levels. So there's going to be people out there that you talk to them, you spend time with them, and they just give you energy. There are going to be other people that are what we're going to call energy vampires, and they are draining, and they are hard for you to spend long periods of time with. And some of this can kind of depend on your personality type. Are you someone who's more extroverted and you gain energy by being around people? Or are you more introverted? Do you kind of need to be by yourself to truly recharge? Now, within both of those very general personality types, there's still going to be people for each of those types that are going to either give you energy or take energy away from. It just might be a little bit more impactful if people in generally in general take energy from you than if you just generally get energy from other people. So just kind of do a little catalog of the people that you spend the most time with. Um, Maybe it's people that you live with. Maybe it's people you work with. Maybe it's friends or family that you just see a lot. Um, And I want you to start thinking about those people and how do those people make you feel. Now, if they are somebody that gives you energy, in in most times, there of course could be occasions where this person who normally is just the life of the party for you. You just have so much fun. You feel so recharged after spending time with them. Feels draining. That's, it's totally normal. Not everything is going to be a hard and fast rule, a hard and fast same situation every single time, but we're going for general things. Who generally gives you energy? When I think about those people in my life, I think about clients who I have a really fun time working with. I think about my husband, who is somebody who I feel like I could always spend time with. Yes, I like having breaks from him too and time by myself, but I really like spending time with him. He gives me energy. I enjoy spending time with him. There are some family members that I enjoy spending time with. There are friends that I enjoy spending time with. I can think of those people in my mind. Now, of course, there are going to be people who are not like that, that stress you out, that drain you, and you just have a difficult time spending long periods of time with. You are going to have to kind of figure out how best to handle these people. So first off, if it's possible, remove them from your life. If they are someone who is super, super toxic, is not kind to you, is taking advantage of you, or just really anything toxic and negative, remove them. They aren't doing you any good. Why are you allowing them in your life? And I know that there can be a lot of stuff wrapped up in that. So if that is you and you need some professional help to work through that, I highly recommend you find a mental health professional, a therapist to help you work through those 
things. I'm just here to help encourage you to do that. (laughs) That stuff is outside of my area of expertise. But if you're able to remove them, remove them. Um, In my line of work, I teach Pilates. I work with clients um, for their health and wellness goals. If I have somebody on my schedule who is not a good fit personality-wise for me and I spend the entire hour just hating my life and it's just really hard to get through, I generally don't work with that client for a long period of time. And chances are they don't really want to work with me either because we're just not a good fit. And we do the same thing with all of our instructors at the studio that I work at. If their client isn't a good fit, we try to find somebody else that is because it's not worth anybody's time to be sitting there miserable for the entire session, the entire hour. So there might be sometimes that people who don't normally bother you so much are a little bit more draining and that that happens. But we're going for what happens most of the time. Who are those people that are just really draining for you? Can you remove them? If it's not possible to remove them, how can you minimize time with them? How can you set some boundaries so that you don't have to be giving them energy at times when you are not mentally, emotionally, physically prepared for those encounters? Uh, So thinking about like maybe you tell yourself, okay, I'm only going to talk to this person once a week, once every two weeks, once a month on holidays, this one time a year, whatever it is you need to do, set those boundaries. Again, if you're really needing some help with how to set those boundaries, you are welcome to reach out to me at the Mindful Self Care on Instagram or reach out to a mental health professional. I'm hoping to get one on the podcast to be able to really dive into how do you set boundaries with toxic people but that'll be down the road in the future. So trying to minimize the time that you're spending with them, not giving them any more of your time, your energy, your amazing goodness and yourself that you possibly can. Unfortunately, there might be some times when you're like, I have to deal with this person for at least the time being. Maybe you're at a job and you have a boss or a coworker or a customer or a client that you're working with that you're like, I kind of have to at least continue dealing with this person for the next period of time, the next few days, the next few weeks, the next year, whatever it is, depending on your situation. When you're dealing with someone that's going to be really energy draining, the recommendations that I would have would be to find ways to give yourself energy before you're going to see that person and or after you're going to see that person be in that environment. Because that way, yeah, they're going to drain your energy. You know that. But at least you try to set yourself up for a way that you are hopefully overall not going to be losing too much of that energy. So let's say you just you have a coworker who every single time that you're in a meeting with them just really drains you for whatever reason. Maybe before that meeting, you know that going for a quick walk outside and and just taking a few minutes for yourself really helps you get into a good headspace and gives you a larger capacity to deal with that person. And then maybe afterwards, you like being able to go call your best friend and talk about the funny story, or you like to scroll through Instagram and watch some funny videos just to kind of lift your spirits a little bit. Finding those things that just take a few minutes that can give you a little bit of energy to get through those encounters can make a big difference. I mean, that goes for anything that you don't want to do. But we're talking about the context of certain people who are those energy vampires and just suck the life out of you. So my recommendations are to either remove them from your life, 
to minimize the time that you have to spend with them as much as you possibly can. Or if you have to absolutely deal with them for at least the short term, then try to do something that gives you energy before and or after you have to spend time with them or kind of have them in your space. It's not necessarily a perfect system, but hopefully it'll kind of help you feel like you're not spending time with people who do drain you quite so much. Uh, And it can be really hard when those people maybe at one point in time were people that gave you energy. I know I've had friendships go through phases of there's a time where we are just really clicking and we're really energizing each other. And then for whatever reason, things change in one or both of our lives and we either spend less time together or someone's going through something and they're just they're a little bit more of an energy vampire. And maybe because of the relationship you have, you feel okay with them taking a little bit more of your energy. Just please promise me that you find a way to recharge later because your energy is valuable and worth it. Or maybe you just have to set some boundaries and you give that friend, you give that relationship a little bit less for the time being, because again, your energy is important. If someone just sucking the life away from you, that's not fair to you. That shouldn't be how those relationships work, but keep in mind there's a little bit of a give and take. The last tip I'd kind of want to share with people is knowing the amount of time you kind of can spend with somebody before they go from being an energy giver to an energy taker, because that can happen too. I know I have some friends and some family members that I have a certain window of time, maybe it's a few hours, maybe it's a few days, that I can spend with them and feel totally fine. But if I spend more than that, then I start to be like, okay, I have hit my threshold and I need a little bit of space. I need to remove myself. I need to go do something else. I need to see somebody else. And knowing that can really help make sure that you're not overextending that time and taking it from a situation that you're enjoying that's giving you energy and making it a negative energy thing and making it kind of draining. So a lot of this is just paying attention to the relationships and the impact those people and those relationships have on your life, your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health, your energy balance, and then making the best decision for yourself going forward. Now, relationships, again, are really complicated. This might be something that reaching out for some more mental health, professional health help would be beneficial for you. But if there's something on this topic you want to dive in more about, if there's a certain type of mental health professional you want to hear talk about this, let me know. Uh, I'm here to help however I can. But your homework for this week is to think about those relationships in your life. Who do you spend the most time with? Do they give you energy? Do they take away energy from you? And if they take away energy, what can you do to protect your energy to make it that they're not taking anything more from you that you than they absolutely have to. I hope you found this episode helpful. Uh, and I hope that this helps you put energy into the relationships that are going to give you that return that are going to help fill up your cup in the long run. Well, listeners, you're amazing. You're the best. I appreciate every single one of you listening to this podcast And I will be back in your ears soon. Thank you for listening to the Mindful Self-Care Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to podcasts. 
You can also send this episode to a friend who you think would benefit from the information. It's a great way to help us grow and help us reach more people. If you want to connect with other like-minded, self-care-focused individuals, you can follow us on Instagram at The Mindful Self-Care, or you can join the Mindful Self-Care Society. It's a great place to connect with others, gain some additional resources, and really help make sure that self-care is a focus in your life so you can always feel your best. Thank you again for listening. I can't wait to be back in your ears soon.